So yeah, we first served as foreign Christian missionaries in Guatemala, and we lived there for three years, and later we served in Honduras. A little bit after that, we served in Brazil for a number of years. Now, I'm thinking back to Guatemala. Living in Guatemala, the culture was so different than what we had been accustomed to all of our lives up until that time. There were a few places that we could go to that would really make us feel like we were back in the U.S. Now, that's not to say anything bad at all about Guatemala, nor about their way of life, but it's just like that saying goes, there's no place like home, huh? So, one day, you know, there's, there's probably about 19 of us missionaries all together from different parts of the United States. We're all serving together on this particular missionary complex. So, one day the word kind of got around that the country had built an amusement park. You know, it was about two and a half hours away from where we were at. But the word got out that they had built an amusement park and it seemed kind of legit from what we all heard about it and everything it sounded like it was something like what we're used to in the states maybe a disneyland on a smaller level or or maybe king's dominion or six flags or something like that so <laughs> no doubt let me let me say something about our kids too we had two kids on the mission field at the time and i can't tell you what the ages were they were just i could probably tell you how tall they were but my wife could tell you what the age is probably about six and eight i don't know maybe younger and we had to do things every now and then my wife and i had to get creative in order to keep them we call it in the game because they wouldn't really feel in the missionary thing like we were. Of course, we recognize the call of God and we're we're following God's call on the mission field. And they just kind of had to come along for the ride. So we had to do something to keep them motivated, to keep them in the game. We get creative sometimes, like maybe go to a grocery store where we found out that they serve two or three American brand products. Like, for example, ice cream. All right, kids, guess what we're going to do? What? We're going to go to the store. We're going to get some American made ice cream. What's some of the brand names that we have floating around here and that we're very familiar with in, in North America? Uh, Bluebell Ice Cream when we lived out in Texas. Bressler's. Gosh, what are some of the other ones? I cannot even think of any others. Yeah, you probably can. As you can tell, I'm not a big ice cream person at all. But anyway, that would be the highlight. Kids, you don't need to be down and out no more. We're going to the store and we're going to get some American-made ice cream. I remember one time we went to the store and... And, uh, well, I found some Snickers. I mean, they were legit Snickers, U.S. brand Snickers, right? And so I grabbed four of them, and we went on outside, and we chomped on the Snickers, and as we take a bite, you close your eyes, and just kind of while you're chewing, just imagine that you're back in the U.S. with all the comforts, air conditioning, uh, and everything else that goes with being in the U.S. See? So we had to do that every now and then to keep them in the game, and incidentally, you got to look at them Snickers bars closely because if you ain't careful, you'll look at uh, some candy bars that have the same color, the same design and everything that we're used to as, as an American made product. But it might say sneakers <laughs> or snackers or smickers. You got to look real close. OK, but that was a real deal. And we ate it and we enjoyed it. And we had to do stuff like that every now and again to keep them in the game. Anyway, I was talking about the amusement park. So when we found out about this amu amusement park. I mean, the kids were lit. We were too. So we made a planned date and we went on out there to check out the facility. Like I said, it's about two and a half hour drive away. We drove on down there one early Saturday morning and they opened up at about 10 or so. And once we bust on up inside, there was one attraction that kind of caught our attention in the early, very early rounds. And it was like the seemingly endless strip of water that seemed to wind throughout a good portion of the park. I'm like, what's that? And this dude with his little family, he came over. He could tell that we looked pretty confused. And he explained to me, oh, that's called 
That's called the lazy river. He said, all you do is get one of those rubber tubes, sit inside of it, and then you just float on down the river. Yeah, actually, it wasn't a river. It's actually about six feet wide body of water that had a soft yet constant current, which just kind of pushed everyone within it on forward. Right. And, and, it, and it was it wasn't an exact circle, but it was kind of like it was just something that just went around and around and around and around. So once you get into it, you just keep going around the same scenery around and around and around and around. Right. Just lazily floating on around. <laughs> You know what? It didn't take long. You know, we out there drifting and everything. Where It, it got kind of old. I got bored. And the kids were bored too. <laughs> Though it was super easy. Now look at here. Once you get the tube and you jump up in the, in the lazy river, it requires no effort at all. You just float. But I couldn't help but feel that there was much, so much more to explore that the park had to offer, right? Do you know that feeling? <laughs> See, this feeling describes what many of us ha have gnawing away at us on the inside. While at the same time, we're following that gentle yet persistent current that sweeps us down the lazy river in life. Are you with me? I got a few questions for you. Do you believe that the Lord has a purpose for your life? I mean, serious, serious. Do you believe that the Lord has a reason for your being here. Well, the word of God says Jeremiah chapter 1, Jeremiah chapter 1, verses 4 and 5, then the word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you a prophet to the nations. So see, God is saying, look, Jeremiah, before you came on the scene, before I even made you, I had something in mind for you. I created you because I had a purpose in mind that I wanted you to walk in. Do you believe that about your life? Or do you believe that you're just kind of here? You just do the best you can, just kind of kick it however you can, and hallelujah, it'll be over soon. No. God created you with a purpose in mind. Got another question for you. Do you believe that God has prepared great things for you to experience in this life? The Word of God talks about that He's prepared great things beforehand that we should walk in them. Now, do you realize that he has engineered you and all of your peculiarities because of the purpose that he has designed for you to fulfill. God made you the way he made you with your collection of quirks and all, and all of us have them, quirks, peculiarities, but he designed you the way that he designed you because of a particular purpose that only you can fulfill. Now, sadly, it is so often the case that we've chosen the comfort and the passivity of allowing that old worldly current to just float us on down the old lazy river. I mean, we drifting on around, round and around, round and around, seeing the same scenery, you know, as we go through life. Well, what I want to do today, I want to shake you. I want to shake you and encourage you to get out of that lazy river and to begin to pursue and explore the awesomeness that the Lord has mapped out for you to experience. I'm serious. That's what I want to do today. The word of God says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So see, God is calling you not to be conformed to the world. Man, don't just go with the flow. Don't just go with the current of this world. When something is hype on TV, 
that's happened in the world, all of a sudden you hype about that. And a little while later, something else is hype. And you own that too. Don't just flow with the current of the world. Man, God has something greater, much greater for you to experience, as well as a purpose that he has created you to fulfill. Now, I'll give it to you again. Getting in there with that old inner tube, that was easy. Well, going and flowing with the current of the world, that's also easy. But I got to make a pretty strong statement here. This is going to be a strong and a challenging statement. Are you ready? Okay, here it is. If you settle for simply going with the flow, then there will be a 0% chance that you will end up doing the will of God for your life. Oh, Lord, I got to say that again. If you settle for simply going with the flow, I ain't going to make no waves or nothing. Hey, I'm just chilling. Then you will have zero possibility of being able to find and then fulfill the plan of God for your life. See, the flow of this world ain't going to lead you in, in the plan of God. I want to ask you something. Have you ever found your sweet spot? I used to hate that term, but I, I kind of like it now. Your sweet spot. What is that? Well, you'll know inside when you're there. It's moments in your life where you, I mean, I've experienced this a number of times, when you are 100% certain that you are exactly where God wants you to be and you're doing exactly what God wants you to be doing. Lord, that is a sweet spot. huh? Nothing in this world can compare with this feeling of joy and perfect contentment. Now, I didn't say your sweet spot won't tire you out and require sacrifice of you. I didn't say that it ain't going to make you tired. See, I go to these different countries and I'm in many different countries and, and I'm in with many different people groups, cultures and whatnot. And man, you know, you're eating food that's different and everybody's got a different way to, that you, you got to learn how to people greet one another because you got this one country where if it's a lady, you greet the lady by, by, by kissing her on one cheek. Actually, it's a fake kiss. You just kind of put cheek to cheek and just blow, you know, throw a kiss out there. Whatever. All right. So that's one country or that's one particular group of people. You go to another group of people and then you do it on both cheeks, you know, one one after the other. Well, you go to another group of people. I was in Argentina and they do it. Now, the, the ladies and the guys, they both greet with a holy kiss on both cheeks. Oh, I tell you what, so, 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 you know, you got the guys with the razor stubble and everything and you just, <laughs> hey, I was having a man, you know? So what I'm saying, if I ain't careful, I'd be done headbutt somebody, right? <laughs> That's a whole lot of stuff you got to learn and keep up with as you're relating to different people in different cultures. Man, that takes some effort. But guess what? That's my sweet spot. I wouldn't have it any other way. I've been in times like that and I've just had the witness so strong on the inside of me, man, you are doing exactly what God created you to do. You are where God created you to be exactly. Okay, so I didn't say that the sweet spot will not require some sacrifice on your part and, and get you tired. Yeah, that'll happen. But you'll know when you're in your sweet spot. See, I'll give you another, another example with myself. I am a people person. God created me. Part of his call upon my life, part of his reason for making me the way he made me was to be able to positively influence, to inspire and to encourage other people. All right. So I went through a time in my life where I was not around people for quite some time. Now, I want to preface that by saying, even though I'm a people person, man, I love and I prefer and I treasure my time alone with God. 
I ain't trying to be up in people's face all the time. I treasure my time with God. Remember I told you about how when I'm taking these flights and everything, that's my God time, right? But another part of my life requires that I be around people. A while back, I got promoted into this job. Very good job. Paid very well. Everything just great about it. And it was an office job. So I got this big old office. Even got a secretary right outside the door. And I got a window. Thank you, Lord. But you know what? My job did not permit me to be around people very much. And then <laughs> times like this, I come home and, and my wife feel like, man, what's wrong with you? You're so irritable. What in the world going on with you? You're so impatient. I don't understand it. You know what's going on? I was in the river. I was in the lazy river and God was calling me out of the river to be able to operate in my purpose, right? So see, <laughs> I said that just to give you an example about how that you were not created to just float down the stream and with the current and all of that thing. God is wanting you to rise up and say, look here, I know there's more to life than what I've experienced, what I'm experiencing. Let me get up out this lazy river and see what's going on. Lord, what you got for me? What did you have before you formed me in the womb? What did you have in mind for me? See, that's what God wants you to rise up. He wants you to rise up with that attitude. Huh? And like I said, ain't nothing like being in your sweet spot. Can I hear an amen out there? Somebody. Mm -mm -mm. If you've ever been there, you know what I'm talking about. Like I said, it's not necessarily easy. And it's not that it won't tire you out. It's not that you won't have to sacrifice. But nothing compares to knowing that right now, I am exactly where God wants me to be and I'm doing exactly what he wants me to do. Huh? Wow. So again, let me get ready to try to wrap this thing up. While floating around the lazy river, I must admit again that it was super easy. But after a while, I just wasn't content with just floating around any longer. I wanted to get up and get out to see some of the other attractions at the park, right? Well, let me tell you something about where you are right now. In order for you to get up out of the river, you have to first become very dissatisfied with where you are. You got to become very dissatisfied with just floating down the river. I mean, you have to be there before you'll actually get up and seek God for your purpose. And I'm going to tell you, the ma a major part of my job as a minister of the gospel, a major part of my job is to make you discontent with the mediocre day-to-day -day lifestyle of simply floating downstream with the current of this world system. That's a large part of what God's called me to do, to inspire you, to encourage you, to make you feel like there is better than what you're experiencing and to encourage you, get up out of that boat. I mean, get up out of that, <laughs> get up out of that river, right? So I'm going to conclude with this. I just want to leave you with this one statement. God created you with a purpose to discover and to walk in, period. I want you to f pursue that purpose to understand what it is and get 100% into it. All right. All right. I'm going to leave you with that. Gosh, I went long today, but I just, oh, Lord Jesus, I just had to get that out of me. And I pray that it's a blessing to you. I pray that you're more inspired and encouraged and that you become dissatisfied with any part of your life that you're living that is less than what God wants you to be experiencing. That's my prayer for you. All right, you take it easy. Looking forward to seeing you the next time. This is Larry Hunter, 5-Minute Inspirations, wishing you a blessed day and a blessed week. All right, bye-bye.
Yo, you are killing it with this podcast. I love it. Love the inspiration. I love the Lazy River podcast. Man, it is so true, but it is so easy to just go with the flow. And I know that, I mean, years can go by and you're just going with the flow, right? Even a dead fish can go with the stream, but we're called the swim that we have a, a greater purpose and God has a greater plan. And I'm so pumped that you pointed that out and uh, just excited to, to get to hear more of your podcast and uh, just driving on my way home from work and just love uh, getting the inspiration, man. Keep it up. You're killing it. <laughs> hey, Paul, man. Thank you so much for your call, man. I appreciate the fact that you were blessed by what I shared. And yeah, man, it's, it's no joke, right? I mean, if we let the current of the world take us on down through life, then we will never, ever, ever, it'll never lead us into the path, the plan that God has prepared for us. And I, I was about to say, I don't know about you, but yeah, I know about you. We're in the same boat. We want to do the will of the Father, right? Well, God bless you, man. You take it easy and have a great rest of the week, okay? Hello, Larry. My name is Fiona from Musings by Martiki. I'm dialing in all the way from the United Kingdom. And I just want to say a big thank you for all the lovely, inspirational messages you put out there. I'm always encouraged by them. And I just pray that the Lord strengthens you with more grace to even think of, you know, more inspiring messages to give to us. Um, take really good care of yourself. And I wish you favor and blessings. Bye bye. Hey, Fiona, thank you so much. God bless you. All the way over in the UK, huh? Oh, that blesses me to know that, you know? And it just makes me thankful all over again for the day that we live in today and that we can use the advances, the advances in technology to be able to spread God's word, his love, his encouragement, inspiration throughout the nation so easily. So a big God bless you to you. Thank you for your prayers for me. I'll be praying for you as well. And I'm looking forward to now that I know about you, I'm looking forward to getting over to your podcast and listening to your content. I'm sure I'll be inspired as well. You take care. Bye-bye.